Got to get a new tune, I reckon. I reckon that one's doing its job. <laughs> I can't can't do my James Brown in that one. <laughs> oh, what's happening, Loki? Oh, as uh, another week goes by, another crow's loss. Oh, I wasn't going to refer to that. I was going to say oh. another set of dramas. Um, yeah, what's wrong? You just just jumped back like something bit your dick. What's going on? What have you forgotten? Well, I think we should have started with Bay or Mark Daly. Oh, I was going to get into that it's on the on the list here. Um, yeah, sad day. Sad day. Any listeners out there that uh, of that generation? Um, He's a bloke known as Hard As. Hard As Nails. Good bloke too, though. Really good bloke. Yeah, you did you have much to do then when he was staying at the was at the Tonsley for a bit? No. Working there? No, but previous to that, he did paint the pub at one stage here at the Maid of Auckland. This one? Yep. Oh, mate, he... Um, Had some very entertaining days whilst he was doing that. He's uh, He'd been fighting for well over two years now, uh, cancer. Um, yeah, very, uh, very sad day uh, the way... He went out and he had a lot of surgery over the last couple of years leading into that. <coughs> um, and, uh, yeah, Dad told me a story today about Nails. He, uh, Dad Dad played, well, Dad, I think Nails got to the footy club when Dad was kind of, like he was in, he was a, a junior, like a young yep. kid coming through and Dad was probably 25, 26, oh, 24, I think. Um, but they, were, they knew each other through there. But then uh Dad was coaching at Black Forest, I think, or Tim and Simon, my two older brothers, were at, were at Black Forest. And they were meant, Forest, sorry, and they were meant to have some uh, Westies players come out and do a coaching clinic and take the coaching for the night. And they they didn't rock up. I don't know why. Kids were shattered. So Dad rang uh, Dad rang Nails and said, "Mate, what what can you guys do? I know the zone is Westies, but these kids are pretty devo. That no one came out." Nailey said, "We'll be there Wednesday, mate. Be there at four o'clock. We'll take training." And him and Schneebickler. Um, Schneezer, who also passed away this who year. Who also passed away recently. Um, both went out, took training. Kids had a ball. Um, I think won themselves some South Adelaide fans out of it, but didn't even bat an eyelid. I just said, yeah, we'll come down. Came down, took training, then went and trained themselves. Um, probably at St Mary's, I reckon, Panther Park at the time. Um, yeah, and I got to, I met him probably a lot, a lot of, a lot of times when I was a younger kid, and then I didn't really see him again until uh, Mick Kanopka's fiftieth yep. at the Tonsley, and uh, yeah, when I said, "Mate, Bob, you wouldn't remember me, but I'm I'm Luke Caesar, I'm Simon's little brother." Yeah, I remember you. Kids used to run around at Panther Park, and um, we sat there chatting for a good couple of hours, drinking beers, and yeah, it was good to to sit there and actually have beers with. With a bit of a childhood idol, more my brothers, but as I grew up, you knew who, you knew who Nails was. Where, do, where does he rank in South Adelaide's finest? Well, I'm a, I'm 34, so I'm always going to say, one of the goats. Yep. Um, Aussie was good. Um, yeah, I mean, from when I was a kid, he was the the name about town, um, or the name in our household. Tim yep. and Simon used to have posters up on the walls and. And everything uh, when they're in the South Cheer Squad. So, um, oh, for me, he's the best one that 
if you pull up any highlights, he's the best one there. Mm-hmm. Lids probably comes in close soon. He's won, he's won about six, five or six Nucky Cups. Um, yeah, I mean, Dad would probably say Peter Darley, but yeah, sad day. Who said he was? Uh, he was a good bloke. Um, gave uh, gave Rolfi a call today to chat with him. He was a bit obviously a bit upset. He t- took over the the seventeen. Um, yep. He gave him his seventeen and. Yeah, he was uh, a, a, everyone that talks about him says he's the, the most nicest guy uh, he'd ever talked to. So, yeah, sad day for South, sad day, sad day for uh, South Australian footy. But uh, unfortunately, that's the life uh, we all live at the moment, isn't it? Fair list of career highlights he's got. Yeah, it's amazing. Eighty-seven AFL Premiership player. Well, I suppose that'd make BFL since it's eighty-seven. But for Carlton. 86 and 87 All-Australian. 91 McGarry medalist. When he came back from yep. Carlton too, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, 84 South Adelaide, best and fairest. Foss Williams medalist in 91, South Australia versus WA at Subi. Tassie medalist in 87. Yeah, medal he hasn't won. Yeah. Just didn't win the Brownlee. South Adelaide Reserves Premiership in 79. Made his debut with the Panthers in 80. 79 resis. VFL debut in 87 versus Hawthorne. South Adelaide Footy Club player life member, South Adelaide Hall of Fame member and inducted in the inaugural South Australian Football Hall of Fame in 2002. Fair list. Um, he, he came back to South when, uh, I think you see in his speech in the beginning when he said, I left. Yeah. I left and we were ninth and ninth losing. And came back and yep. and we went one, and that was that year ninety one yep. where I can remember it like really hazy. I reckon it was about five, yep. but I still remember. <clears throat> I think I think we went to the one of the finals. I was real young, but I think we went with Tim Simon. I reckon my youngest, my younger brother Tommy, was maybe a couple of years old, um, but they had finished top. And they went out in straight sets. Reedy was coaching. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and that was the, probably the closest they got. Another time, probably a couple, five or six years ago, they made the prelim against Port, Port Adelaide Reserves at the time, <laughs> and they went through and and made, played that GF. But yeah, he was the he was like he said he was this gun player, winning all these awards. But he was surrounded by pretty good players that year. So, and he said that in his McGarry speech. Yeah, pretty so, easy to look good when everyone around mm. is doing their bit. But, uh, yeah, sad day. He fought for a while. Um, I think he was in a bit of pain for a bit. So uh, a lot of the messages you saw today were, oh, you can rest now, champ, and out of pain. Uh, yeah, I know he had a lot. I think he had about eight or nine surgeries on his head. So, um, yeah, to his family, uh, condolences, rest in peace. And, yeah, it's good. Well, you walk into the South Rooms and you see his photo with Aussie. McGarry medals, like as you walk in. So I don't know if they've moved them now, but yeah, used to see them as a kid. And every time you go into the South Room, so yeah, sad day. But um, yeah, at least he can can look back and have a look at some decent highlights. There was that video that South put up today. For how quick was he and how clean was he below his knees? My dipper look one mile per yeah. hour in one piece of play when he was so, the blues. Yeah, well, speaking speaking of footy. Um, if you're a Crows supporter, another another bitter pill to swallow. 
Especially when you dominate a lot of the game and you don't convert. It's the game that I'm angry about. Yeah. Like, the Brisbane game, we're like, oh, oh, it looks good. It came back in the third quarter. This one is just... Fuck. AFL players, I think I've said this before, if you're missing goals, a set shot goal from 25 metres out... And you're a fucking small forward and that is primarily your job, above all else... You can't miss them. Fuck. At AFL level. Oh. Um, especially when it's... We were going forward. We kept peppering, peppering, peppering. Even at one point when Tom Lynch got that goal where he kind of he got a handball over the top, yeah. his first instinct, like he could have run in straight at the open goal. He automatically ran to the right and turned it and bent it around his body. Like, there was no need. That's pure confidence. I don't... I can't understand... Uh, how they can miss these goals, but they did, and it cost them dearly in the end. Especially when there was at one point, I think they had five or six shots a goal, like just peppering. And Freo went down the other end and kicked a goal. It's like, yeah. But oh, uh, Henry a couple, Murphy a couple, Crocker was a shocker, an absolute shocker. Shane missed one, which he'd probably normally gobble up, but he got his goal in the end. Um, yeah. Took some even even that one that he did kick that goal, that pass from Rory Sloan was a disgrace. Oh yeah, it was not. Like for fuck's he he could have put it I on think, his chest, but he put it about twenty minutes out in front. The of commentator him. mentioned at the time, you know, he made him do a bit of work, and luckily it be, it sat up pretty well. Lucky Shane had pace but, and had the agility yeah. to turn and go. But um, he definitely a highlight. He looked like he was about to. Well, he's. He, he started getting caught. What about the hanger he was took? And yeah. the ruckman plucked it in front of him. Uh, oh, yeah. Darcy. And he's come off shaking his head. But I think Shano, in his second game, started to look lively. Something they probably needed. Someone to try and take a bit of a hanger. Give him a bit of a spark. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Tex was quiet. For It did go forward a lot, but didn't go through him. Went through a lot of the small forwards, didn't it? Where's Tom Lynch? Mm, that's a good question. He, uh, what is his position? He's just that floating forward in between. That link up forward in, that hangs around centre forward and comes up on the wing. That's what he's always done, so he's not really doing anything different. Midfield was better. Crouch's, Crouch brothers were good. Were they? Well, I thought Brad Crouch was good. Yeah, oh, Brad was good. Early in the game... A lot of contested footy. Early in the game, Matt um, sidestepped around someone and came through the guts. And there wasn't a bloke within five metres, a tackler within five metres of him. And he's popped it up into the forward line. And a Fremantle defender has marked it. Oh, I don't reckon there was a crow bloke within ten metres of him. It was like, f- like come on, mate. I reckon That's just got to be better. We were sitting there at one point. I think it was... Three-quarter time, I was watching it with Tommy, and um, the camera shot had Hardigan, Talia, Laird, Duday, Brown, who's the defender? Uh, it was their, their, the back six, and Tom looks and said, that's not rookies there. They're all no. experienced blokes. And um, so you couldn't blame... Hamilton would have been the 
another one? No, it wasn't Hamill. Nope. It was um Oh, Brody Smith. Oh. Yeah, so that was your back six. So that's not a rookie defence. No. Um I don't know. It's maybe they're trying to get used to a game plan that's obviously changed. Um they haven't got that they don't have that drive that just goes bang straight to your forward at the moment, but yeah. I think the skills were shocking. Appalling. Um but look, this this is the year. If you're gonna have a shit year, this is the year to do it. Nothing the COVID Cup, who gives a fuck about that? Oh, there's a few clubs that do. <laughs> my tune my tune will change each week, but um I tell you who is front runner for the COVID Cup in my eyes right now. And I think they're a long way in front. What the bad news bears? Go Lions, Brisbane Lions. They looked another level from what they have in previous they, weeks. They moved that footy so quick. They played on it every opportunity. And every time they disposed of the footy, they didn't fumble when they hit no. they hit targets and they the, the the pace in which they moved it in and hit those targets was oh, amazing to watch. Um you're watching the highlights now, aren't you? Yep. Like I even see that see, even oh. over the back there, you got Rainer because he was just running so hard. He was in that right spot, and they they moved that footy. They were brilliant to watch. Even better because they beat the Pirates. Um, but I said they were good to watch. I said to someone last week. I said, "Oh, I'm pretty sure we all know where Porter. They're they're going all right, but I just can't wait to see where Brisbane are in in this." And they far expe- exceeded any. Any expectation I probably had of them. And you know what? People who go, oh, the crowd, having crowds doesn't really make a difference in football. Watch that game. Because I knew there was only what? How many people were there? 10,000? Yeah. I think there was 10,000, but they sounded loud. And every time Brisbane did something good, they were going berserk. And I think the players were finally had a bit of crowd noise and just had that behind them too. Um, And look at the way that they, they just moved that footy. On defence to Ford was brilliant. They all had good games, and and if you're going to go the Premiership, you got to go the Brownlow double. Oh, yep. Lockie Neal. Well, the other bloke. <laughs> tag, tag, tag. No one can stop him. The, the other bloke from down the highway. He's he's gone. Well, Rao. Yes. <laughs> Jared Waitley's favourite. A lot of people said, "Oh, Rao's going to win the Brownlow." Is it is it too early to say no Rao, no Gold Coast? <laughs> <laughs> what, because they lost? Probably would have lost without him. Well, probably would have lost with him. Oh, no. oh, who knows? They were had, what? Nah, nasty, though. They were within nine points, I think, in the last quarter. Yeah. And then Shillong went bang, bang, bang. Sayonara, boys. Um, but, yeah, I think Geelong... Geelong started to play some good footy. Needed to. They did beat Gold Coast, but we can't really say that anymore. No, that's not a thing anymore. Well, no row, no Gold Coast, you're calling that, so maybe it is something <laughs> there. But, um, yeah, no, Brisbane. Um, Brisbane looked f- fantastic. And on Sunday night, GWS looked like the GWS that got themselves to a GF. They Same thing as Brisbane. Mm. Move that ball brilliantly, so quick off halfback. Um, Hawthorne looked, just looked like they couldn't stop them, and they couldn't. They got rolled in the end, so. I didn't think I saw any of that game. <coughs> I watched it on my phone while putting Elsie to sleep. Um, I finally got it back after Hoopla. Hoopla! 
can't watch that show, shit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I watched that while lying down next to her in bed. She went to sleep and I thought I'll just stay and watch the rest of the game. But <clears throat> that was a good game. Uh, yeah, GWS on fire. I wonder what a GWS Brisbane GF will be. <coughs> um, I'm pretty confident it won't be at the MCG. <laughs> I don't think there'll be any footy maybe the rest of the year there. Mm. You wouldn't think so. There was someone well, on just the, the someone on one of the footy shows last week was going, oh, but there's a contract in place, mate. Oh, BT. You can stick your contract, fair up your ass, mate. Look, because it doesn't matter. Look, Contracts void when the state's closed. They're, they're not going to play it. Look, look what, what club is going to send their players if, if there's non... Non-Victorian sides in the grand final. What club's going to send their play? No, not just their players, all their staff. Oh no, no, there's the the outbreak they have now. Yep, they stopped AFL footy when it was smaller. Mm. When the numbers were smaller, and how long did it take for it to? How long did the country take to flatten the curve? Literally months. Yep. So this outbreak in 12, Victoria, fourteen weeks, has a trajectory. Trajectory <laughs> worse than the country did. Yep. There's no footy in Victoria the rest of the year. No. no finals, no MCG grand final. I cannot see it getting close. Um, if they don't, if they don't, um, if they don't wind it up and get it, lo- uh, slow it right down. Yep. There's not going to be any sport at all in Victoria f- for the year. I would have thought, mm. or anything in Victoria, and that that's probably. A week ago, I heard, a, I heard a bloke, and he was the president of some country Victorian footy club, and he's like, we have not heard anything from from the VFL or from AFL Victoria about, about what like, he was just saying, show some leadership and cancel it already because we can't be doing anything. Well, the and VFL? No, no, he was from an amateur club. Oh, so the VFL, but, they're still but hoping AFL, to get it. No, AFL Victoria just hadn't. He reckoned hadn't, hadn't been in contact pin. with any clubs or anything. And well, up until two weeks ago, they were probably looking to get everything going again. And yeah. uh, this is this is the thing that people don't realise as well. Um, you get a lot of people uh, having a good old dip at players saying, "Oh, they get paid to do this. Go up and do it." Um, it's not just the players. Um, Simon's left Melbourne at the at very quickly and suddenly on the weekend. Yep. Um, <clears throat> my bet is they Where were told they by the New South... They've gone to Sydney, New South Wales. Uh, I think so they're them Manly. And the, them and the Hawks. Yeah. Um, oh, and Gold, oh, and Gold Coast. They're in Wollongong. But they were... I've got the feeling that they were told you need to get out pretty quickly because I think that announcement of today, the New South Wales-Victoria border being closed, was probably giving them the heads up because they were packing their suitcases and taking the games. I were told... It, Last night mm. But here's the thing Coaches Players They've left their families In Victoria right now Where it's breaking out And If it gets worse and worse What's the school situation Over there Well this, it's everything's closed still Yeah right I think they've that's This is their last week Of holidays Or I don't know But everything's closed So childcare's are closed Everything's closed But you've just left your family Some of them with young families Are you um, surprised Some of them Hold on Some with old families yep. Like you Grandparents, yep. well, sorry, your parents might be old and sick. 
there's no no return date at the moment. Mm. So my nephew's nieces have had to say goodbye to dad. They don't know when they're going to see him again. It could be it could be the whole season. Are you surprised so far? We've only got two players that, and who knows how many other staff there'd be other staff that have gone. Well, no, I'm not going. Oh, that aren't going. Yeah, maybe the only two we know of yet. Yeah, um, valid reasons probably. Child, yeah. Wife's going to give birth soon. Yeah. Um. Uh, Basha Hawley's wife and Shane Edwards. Shane Edwards' wife are giving birth. Due to your birth in August, so valid reasons. Um, but I don't have a gripe with the play. Look at Gary Ablett. Gary Ablett announced publicly on Instagram that his yeah. son has a rare congenitive—I can't even say it—disorder. I haven't really seen what it is, but he is now taking off out of the state, leaving his wife at home to deal with that on her own. And apparently she, her mother's got cancer. So dealing with that too. All in the name of playing footy. Playing footy. And um, <clears throat> people will, will pick players to shit because they're so-called whinging about doing it. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that, are, that could happen over the next five weeks, apparently five weeks in Victoria. They're going to reassess it. I don't I see. I don't see a game being played in Victoria now. I think for the rest of the getting year. out of the state is a pretty, pretty easy decision to make. Mm. But I noticed there was footage uh, before um, Trent Koch and, and I assume his wife and two kids mm. were all getting on the plane. So, so his wife and kids have gone to wherever Richmond have gone. Well, this is the thing, though. I don't know if a lot of families are now going because. The AFL and the players were quickly told to pack your shit and get out of here. I don't think there has been time. I, I don't know. I haven't seen any reports of it. Um, I know Simon's family. I know Mags and the kids aren't going. Um, and that's the scary. That's the scary thing people don't re- realize about. Like you're leaving the state now. Yeah. You might not be back for ten, eleven weeks. You know, you can't see your family. You, you, and they're in the hive of the shit. They're in a state that's. Going to get, which is really right now getting overrun by it. And who knows where it's going to be in a week. They've been going up by, what, 50% every every day on what they had before. Um, and you can kind of see how a few people are pissed off with still side bottom. Um, 73, 77, 66, 108, 74, 127. Someone sent me that and said it looks like Mark, Mark, Manus, Manus Labuschagne's <laughs> last seven tests. Yeah, Daniel, <laughs> First Dan- seven tests. That, that was a tweet by Daniel Cherney. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you you're leaving your family back in a state that's being overrun by it. I, I'd me as a as a parent, um, yeah, I'd be worried. Mm. But uh, Richmond tweeted 11 hours ago. Congratulations to Basha Hooley and his wife Aruba on the birth of their son Muhammad. So she's actually had had the baby. So <laughs> does that mean he's gonna get it on plane? I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that was quick. <laughs> Allah helped him out there. <laughs> got him going. Got her going. Um, but, uh, yeah, so still side bottom going and do what he's doing. I think has rubbed a lot of the players the wrong way, especially when a lot of them have been stuck stuck inside. Get off Twitter, mate. I'm listening to you, mate. They're doing a podcast, not a fucking city on your phone. 
you reckon anyone knew that I was sitting here having a look at Twitter just now until we you fucking res- brought we it up? weren't responding to me, so it was pissing me off, to be honest. Oh, sorry, Luke. Stop being so sensitive, mate. You know he got sensitive. Eddie Maguire. Oh. Did not like being... You know what? And I love this. I love that by Matty Lloyd because people normally bow down to Eddie and his pressure and yelling and saying, oh, well, I'm Eddie. Fucking suck my dick. He, he was, um, but Lloyd, he was as good this time as he was last time. Yeah, when he said good every time. When he said, it's not going to be the last, Ed. Hmm. What did he say? Um, well, I got it here. So let's, uh, let's bring it up. Uh, this is um, Matty Lloyd taking on the, uh, the Edwan. Eduardo. I haven't got it plugged in, mate. Well, that's where you start. This, this is this is embarrassing. We've got a bit of a tech it's issue. Absolutely seamless. This is uh, live, live TV for you. Not on your TV, and also not live. But uh, here we have the audio of uh, Eddie Maguire versus an up-and-coming media superstar, Matthew Lloyd. To you, anyway. You love these guys, Carrie. You absolutely yep. love them and adore them. But again, when the next player walks, Jordan Dugowie walks in. And Steele and Scotty Pendlebury are sitting there going, what do we do? I'd be embarrassed if I was Steele in this period of time adjudicating on someone else. I don't think it works like that. I think 250 games, money in the bank, credibility. I've made a mistake. But if you're putting your hand up every week, well, that's different. But he's... He's clearly not doing that. Uh, the, the days these days, it's, the media is very much. You could cure cancer and get a parking ticket on Monday. The lead will be the parking ticket. Or I can speak uh, for my situation. Yeah, 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 don't don't, yeah, don't turn on the media. Yeah, yeah. Don't turn on the media no, about this. Your vice captain has let you down. I'm not going in the and media. It, it, all I'm saying is, Gary, I hope it doesn't derail your season. Please don't 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 every week. But you are very back close up the media. To the I'm in the media too, and I know all its four bills. If, so if, you, you. if you can't see that this is a massive story, well, of course it's a massive story, and nobody's saying it. But I'm just saying to Matthew, there's only been one person allegedly without sin, and they put him on the cross. So you've got to forgive but and have you're, empathy. You're along too close to this situation. No, I'm not. I'm, 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 yeah, you've I'm, got a love to love this guy, which is fine. And and I reckon I heard you three no. weeks ago, Ed. You said, "How are these guys doing?" I said, and "Ed, someone Ollie Wines, it might have been." I'll say, "You know what? Someone else will make a mistake, Ed." And you're going, "These players, how no, can no, they?" Do I think it? I think you're over dramatising what I said. Exactly. I'd love to get it up if we could, because well, that's well, exactly well, what you said. Well, you know, because Matt, you, this he's is made a massive. And you know what? What are you doing? Hang on, why are you going on the prosecution line here, mate? We're saying the guy's accepted his situation. Exactly, and he's made a mistake. We get on with it. Yeah, that's okay, right. and that's what I just said. And I asked, was asked if I was going to sack him as vice captain of the club, and I said it, no. It'll be a consideration. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Well, you can ask me because I'm the president. And I said no. But it'll come down a bucks. I would have thought. Well, it'll still come back, but it comes back to the yeah, board. That's right. And yeah. the answer is at the moment no. Yeah. And the leadership group will have a say as well. And now, it comes back to the board, and we yeah. said no. Hold on, the president, and I say so. <laughs> quickly, yeah. Uh, quickly, like correct Trump at the end, didn't it? Quickly uh, corrected himself, and it was like, <laughs> and that'll come back to the board, and it was a no. <laughs> oh, oh, there are the there it's are the, he's there pulled are on the, board on the president card. Um, but <laughs> I love the way the Lordo went anyway. I also think is should it be up to the players what what uh, what punishments players get? Oh, fuck, I don't know. It's a bit of wank. Shouldn't be up to the place. No. Well, it should be up to the. This is this is that buying bullshit of uh, uh let's let's be one team, let's make each other accountable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all good. But in the end, they are still all tight, mate. So 
Still side bottom being told by penalty. You fucked up, mate. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you, man. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Right, no. let's go have a punt. Um. Yeah, no, but that's the board's job. Well, yeah. The board, the coach, whoever you want to have that actually does that. The president. The, well, uh, did you see him with Tony Jones? Tony uh, Jones grilled him and he said, look, the punishment's steep, but still side bottom said... I want to do the right thing for the AFL and just take my punishment and, and get on with it. And we're very proud of him. And, and don't, well, don't enjoy it. Well, we're going to fight it. <laughs> You're proud of him. <laughs> you know what, as well, I think we spoke about it last week when just, it kind of just, just come dropped. out and said, he fucked up, yeah. he's a fucking idiot. Like, what about the whole narrative of, oh, it's his first time on the scotch. First, he's 33 and he's never had a, a night on the scotches. And then he's rolling around, no shirt on, 7.30 in the morning. The cops say, hey, hey still, we'll lift home, champ. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> what are you doing, champ? <laughs> oh, I was looking for the toilet and went out the wrong door. Yeah, those nose beards are a bit different, but uh, it's... If just say, yeah, he fucked up. We're pissed off with him. We are not happy with how it's gone down. Uh, he's copped his punishment. But then Eddie, like, like Lordo said, you're too close to it, and he goes and uh, has a crack and has a crack at the media for actually questioning him, but then compares him to Jesus Christ. <laughs> he compared the situation to Jesus Christ on the cross. Standard Ed one goes heavy at everyone else, and then it's uh, that's flipped over. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's well, uh, there's been plenty of going on in the footy, but um. Something more of my taste this morning occurred, which was pretty good. Even I got excited watching this video. Watching the promo of it? Yep. People who don't realise, we're talking about the UFC. So if you don't like it, please don't tune out. I'm trying to win you over. But the main card, this is on Fight Island, by the way. This is on Yas Island in uh, Abu Dhabi. Um where, where is it? Yas, Yas Island. In in where? Abu Dhabi. Uh, Abu Dhabi, yeah. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> um, they've literally built facilities like the hotels, the stadium, where everyone's living. Now what? We've got a fully made hospital. Now what happened? Didn't uh, someone just test positive? Yes. So Gilbert Burns, who was kind of the guy given the world weight shot, world weight shot against. Um, against uh, sorry, Usman, uh, Usman Kawaja, <laughs> Kamara Usman. Um, it was a fight that everyone went, oh yeah, no, it's okay. Everyone wanted to see him versus Masvidal, and it never came to fruition because he wanted more money. Um, he was the money he was offered was less than the money he took when he fought Diaz. And uh, took him apart in three rounds, and that was stopped should, when he split him up. Should have got Paul Marsh and the Players Association <laughs> onto it. They would have. <laughs> Dangerfield up front going, hey, uh, Dana, um, I said, oh, needs a bit more money. Uh, but in the end, the people got the fight they wanted, and on seven days, six days' notice, he's out to uh, Vegas getting himself tested because, yeah, Gilbert Burns had to drop out because he tested positive. For COVID in Vegas, where they do the pre-checks before they were going over to, uh, to Abu Dhabi. Um, and he's tested positive. His, uh, his crew's tested positive. His coach's positive. Everyone was positive. All, oh. all asymptomatic as well. So and 
And how did they get there? Were they all on one? Well, flight there's a cha- like there's these. They've got chartered flights out yep. to Abu Dhabi, and um, and in small groups, those flights or well, they're all in business class from all their Instagram accounts. They're all flying over business class, uh, and they would be in small groups. I would have thought, um, but they're chartered, almost private flights. Um, yep. I don't, I don't hundred percent understand what they've actually done, but. They were to all come to Vegas, do their testing, and then quarantine for 24 hours till they get their results. Then they can make their flight from Vegas to um, the desert. Um, well, you got Volkanovski, the Aussie fella, fighting for the featherweight title. Had to go from Adelaide. I'm pretty sure Adelaide, from Australia, did his testing here. So his flight's shit time. Shit time longer than everyone else. Um, but then... There was Paige Van Zandt was she went over there and she fights she's on this card as well, but they were trying to acclimatize with the time, and then they're just trying to get to sleep and they got banging on the door from the the UFC crew you got to come down and have your next tests they get tested every every twelve hours yeah right All right so it's pretty insane what they've managed to pull together now this is a sport which has its knockers but. They literally shut down for like a two weeks when Disney came in and said, you're not doing that one at the Indian Reservation. Since then, they've put on two of the big pay-per-view events, about another seven or eight fight nights. They've put on ten events while every other sport was... And so how did that happen, the Disney thing? A Disney apartner or what? Disney apartner with ESPN. I think they own... See, they own ESPN, and ESPN right. is essentially the, the, the broadcast, broadcast partner, partner of, right. of UFC. Yep. And it's the first time ever Dane has ever been told probably what to do because he, he just goes to his own beat, which is the the best thing about him. Um, but, yeah, they've got ridiculous testing. Uh, they've got their own island set up. They've got the octagon set up on the beach. They're going to do the fight nights on the beach because oh. it's like 35 degrees constantly there. It's just hot as, hot as fuck. So, fight on the beach, get the, the cool breeze, that'll be sick. <laughs> I don't know which card it's going to be. It's not going to be this pay-per-view card. They've yeah. they've built a stadium for this, which is going to house no one in it. They've just built this place with the octagon and everything, and it's, it's amazing. Um, so, that's on Sunday. So, yeah. So, Masvidal steps in, the fight everyone we wanted got made in six days, so... Can't wait. <laughs> exactly. And you watch that video. Someone who's not big on fighting, you've yeah, got a no, bit jacked. You no, might have to watch it on Sunday. And how do you pronounce his bloke's name again? Jorge Masvidal. The, the Baptist. The Baptist. <laughs> Street Jesus, he calls himself. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, so that's going to be big. Um, Where's he hail from? You, can you remember Kimbo Slice? Yes. So everyone he knows was, who Kimbo Slice was. He, he was in all those... Uh, street street yeah, fights. Street fight yeah, Jorge things. Masvidal was on one of them. When he was oh. a kid, before he went into MMA. Oh. And he fought a guy who was probably 70, 80 pounds heavier than him. Yeah. And won. Um, but that's one of the most, that's one of the way, way back street videos. So do yourselves a favour, go on the internet, watch Masvidal fighting on uh, Kimbo's, Kimbo's backyard fights. But I'm glad that you didn't answer my question. What was it? Where does he hail from? Like, who? South, South American or? Oh, no, no, he's from, oh, he's Mexican, Cuban, 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 Cuban. Cool, uh, but he's in, 
Oh, I'm gonna sound like I don't know it. So, is he, no, is he LA boy? Is he East Coast? No, he's West Coast. North, South, East. Coast. Yes. Yep. I'm gonna go with LA. Because no, where's Stockton? Stockton. Yeah, where's that? Because that's Diaz. Is that LA or is that the other side? Don't know. California. Stockton, California. Yeah. So, if it's if it's in California, it's west, mate. Yeah. So, um, Masvidal's from the east. Oh, fucking hell. I didn't know you were going to ask questions of geography and where everyone's from. Oh, I just thought if you're that big a fan, you'd know. What are we even doing with the footy this week? Like, I don't even know who's playing anyone where because it's just scattered everywhere now. Adelaide and West Coast are playing in Brisbane. Oh, don't give a fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> i tell you, there's one game we probably... Uh, We'll need to watch with a close eye. Or I will. Demons and Gold Coast. The uh, social media hasn't been hasn't been um, hasn't been kind today to the demons. You know, he hasn't been kind to, either to the demons or anyone in particular from the demons. Oh, probably coaching staff. Um, I didn't hear any other staff. Mentioned, don't you, don't you love it when uh, when a side's not doing too well and oh Jesus that's oh, oh shit we are watching live the <laughs> you even say this place <laughs> uh, ultramarathons <laughs> the hurdles in friggin' Toxida uh, where's it in I'd I'd say oh people if you're looking at it tomorrow go back to race three of Toxida. Uh, the time is, let's have a look. The time is, fucking hell, what's the time, Danny? The time is 11.26 and they've gone over the third set of hurdles and six horses have stacked it and blokes have literally flown in the air. That was heavy. Oh, he, oh he's, he's, he's a couple up. up. There's a couple he's up walking. He's up. <laughs> I, I can't understand hurdles. Why it kind of, no one really likes watching it. You don't really, you're not. Testing out speed, everything. You, there's always, almost in every hurdles race, someone getting hurt or a horse getting hurt. Um, if I'm having a punt and I see there's a steeple chase, you know what I do? I go to the bar and order a beer. <laughs> no, a, no one wants to bet on it. Yeah, well, let's look at the form. Form means jack shit because it's hurdles. Um, yeah, but anyway, that's that's a big stack there. Um, what were we talking about, Daniel? Um, oh, Melbourne. Were we still? Oh. We were talking about Melbourne, but what tickled my is um, when a club's down, you kind of want your, your your past players to maybe show a bit of support, show a bit of support, do the right thing by the side, maybe not Melbourne, maybe maybe yeah. bit of a cuddle, not even. Melbourne. No, nah. Schwartz has come out <sighs> said they they all want to play for money. They're not here for for the love and the they don't bleed blue and red. Well, I'm sorry, mate. A lot's changed since you played. It's, there's a lot of money floating around and people come to your club for money. Uh, they don't come to the club because... I didn't know he um, played for free. I, did, yeah, I didn't think Schwartz played for free. Um, Hardly got in the paddock. But the other one was your boy, Brad Green. Oh, what's he had to say? He said the, uh, the camp, the Crows camp, would be more fun than watching Melbourne play at the moment. Pretty sure that's the line he... He towed, so yeah, right. not too many Adelaide pass players coming out and kicking the shit out of their side, are there? 
McLeod had a whinge, but that wasn't really. That was a bit different. Bit different. The um. But then speaking what, of that, what, Cam. Well, hang on. What about what about the direct past players that might have had a chat to Sammy McClure? You and mean has, the Cam? And, and has Sam been sitting? Are you talking about the camel that's been? Yeah, has Sam been sitting times? sitting Horse, on this story? Camel, dog, whatever he's he, saying. He's been sitting on this story that he actually didn't say anything in. Apart from apart from mentioning a couple of names of, you know, Wolfgang and and some <laughs> other bloke, um, <coughs> there was no, there was actually no new news, nothing. And new. is he sat on this story until the crows were none and five? But what about the way he on the cha- on Channel Nine on the Sunday morning he sat there, like he was announcing that he has found a cure for COVID nineteen. He has sat there and he's like, "This is my time." This is my time. I'm going to talk about it. I was, sit, I was sitting Sammy's there listening. Sammy's time to shine. Sammy's time to shine. I was sitting there thinking, what's what's actually new that he's saying here right now? There's nothing here that's hasn't been spoken of. Yeah. So you just once again digging it up for no nothing new. There's no players that got their look got touched up, or there was nothing <laughs> that you'd sit there and go, wow. I didn't know that happened. Um, and they've run with it. And it was breaking news on Sunday morning. Big headline, Crows camp fallout again. But when you like, call, when you right, call something breaking shit. news, don't you have to fucking break something? <laughs> I think you're going to break the microphone the way you yelled at that oh, one. Well, then. for fuck's sake. There was n- it wasn't breaking There's fucking nothing news. New. Nothing new. And uh, then they're talking about, oh, no, players are going to sue when they retire. Well, they're going to speak out when they retire. Hang on, you got apparently five players that went to f- different clubs. They can speak now. They don't play for Adelaide anymore. They're not an employee of the Adelaide Football Club. If they're so, um, so passionate about what happened out there, that dickhead Paul Marsh, he made comment on it. You really don't like him, do you? Well, he works for a fucking union. So why the fuck would I like him? <laughs> well, the. Yeah, I'd but he he came, he came out and said, "Oh, just it, oh, I wish I could remember what he said because it it was unacceptable what happened." Hang on, the players association had an investigation into what happened, ticked it off, and ticked it off. So yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? Here what? we go. Well, oh, here we go. Stoke it. Well, I, I, I like the passion. I, I like the passion. It. Bring it out. Go. I don't get it. Well, no one fucking gets it because it's he, he's gone over the same shit. Yeah. So what's new? Alex, what is new? Alex Keith came out out and said, "Oh yeah, you know this happened. I don't think it was great help, but I'm over it." This is this camp happened two years ago now. Oh no, after the seventeen grand final. Yeah, eighteen. So yeah, two so, and a two and a half years two ago, and, a half, and we are still talking about it. The, it's taken you 130 we, weeks the coach to, is to gone. write a fucking article. Camparelli's gone. Burton's gone. Does the media want someone else gone? Is there someone sitting there that they feel should be gone? There's plenty of nuffies that want someone else gone. Like, fuck, like, if they'd come up with if it was a new story, because there's always seems to be a new one about later every week, but um, there was nothing new in that. And... McClure, being the smug little prick he is, 
Got up there. Don't get me wrong. Same oh, time. Like, nothing new. Everyone was shit canning him when he said. I was shit canning him till the fucking sun McGovern, goes up and goes McGovern down. wants out three three and a half minutes after he fucking signed a contract. But he was fucking right. But well, one out of hundreds, all right. What you reckon? Even a blind squirrel trips over a nut every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Where'd you pull that from? That's a good one. Did you just make that up? No. No. I don't mind that from the rain, man. <laughs> but one out, yeah, one out of a hundred, he's got right. He he, he's like the the rest of the media at the moment. The negativity. Do you remember that night hungry. that that Campbell Brown said, "I'm not like you. I don't make stuff up." And he didn't ever come back, did he? No, he did. He said, "You take that back." <laughs> it was on. Oh yeah, what? on the Channel talk, Seven show. Talking footy. Talking footy. What's happened to Talking Footy? Um, got canned. Has it? Yeah, it got Channel 7 dumped it uh, just as football was coming back. What, because of COVID. money or? Yeah. Shit. And yet Channel 9 have gone, we'll add an extra day. <laughs> we'll do Footy yeah. Classified over two days. What do you think of uh, the addition to that show of Ross Lyon? Um, doesn't offer a lot. That's what I was going to say. Just like coaching, didn't offer much. I, I, yeah, but I'm the wrong person to ask about Ross Lyon because I'm a... You hate his guts. Yeah. Probably a lovely bloke. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe a prick. Maybe a cunt. Who knows? <laughs> but, yeah. What's... um? I must admit, I haven't watched it because I fucking dislike him so much. I've just decided not to watch it. I don't it. understand why it's not in like an 8.30 time slot. Well, I think it is in other markets. Oh, in Melbourne. Yeah. Victoria. Yeah. Oh, if it was I don't think 30, you can blame... Watch it. I don't think you can blame Victorians for that. It's probably more programming of Channel 9 in Adelaide that need to get their arse into gear. Like the Victoria copping on the chin at the moment, but uh, I won't give them... The, the broadcasting isn't their fault. I'm sorry, Victoria. Yeah. <coughs> um, well done. Well we're done, talking Luke. about Media Marshall. Um, yes. But Dictator Dan has really... Oh. Gone to another level, hadn't he? He'd be thriving off this when he said, next step isn't locking down further postcodes, it's locking down all postcodes. He loved saying that, didn't he? You could, just, you could, you could hear the zipper in his pants just creaking as his dick went harder because that power, I think, is what turns him on. Whatever power he's got, though, um, the... Uh, the way they've handled the people coming back in. Well, I've known a couple of people who have come in from overseas to Victoria and they were in quarantine in Victoria. Uh, one woman, not going to name her, but she came back from working in Europe, Italy. Um, Italy? Uh, France. Uh, dancing, came back, quarantine, was asking for a test. Nope. I just did don't not get test it. her once, did not test her on the way out. None. This is a trend that has continued the entire time in Victoria. And who who would have thought that there'd be understand. cases that are going back? What about the poor bastard that got tested positive for COVID after two days? They said, do you 14 days quarantine? No tests as he left. Went back to Sydney, went to work at Woolworths there. Oh, I'm not feeling good. Boss says, fuck. You need to go get another COVID test. 
ping, bing. Positive again. We're still positive. And that that, that Woolworths well, went... What do they do? Oh, pretty simple fucking solution. Well, have you not seen how other states have dealt with it? You'd probably think... I'd say they're ahead of the game, unlike like, us. Even New South Wales, the, the like I think it's exactly a poor nick- it's a poor yeah. nickname. He's not a good dictator at all. Well, neither was Saddam Hussein. <laughs> still a did, a, did a bang up job. <laughs> Country was never in a better financial position then. Now they're in a beautiful better. place, untouched. <laughs> now, maybe maybe dictators are what needs to be brought back. But dictator Dan, um, there was the thing saying with with Sky News. How uh, and they, they hate him. They they Sky News are very uh, left. Did you say no? They're right. They're right. Mate. Sorry, I got my left and right. I don't Incorrect. know. I don't know what's left, right, up, down anymore. It's yeah. just a term. Oh, he's very right. He's very left. Whilst whilst but Sky News logo. Oh, there's that shocking attempt at Ned McHenry. Sorry, back to Sky. How do you miss that? We're gonna turn TVs off for the next episode. Because well, you've been I'll disconnected and you've been watching highlights and I'm trying to talk to you and you're not even looking. You're a, you're what I've been calling other people lately. I don't want to have to call you that. Tell you what. A piece of shit. Tell you what, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> There's a piece of shit on the screen right now. Dan Andrews, piece of shit. No. Who? It's Gary Lyon. Oh, Gary Lyon. He's the... He's the guy that's got all the answers. Maybe he can save the demons. Huh? Maybe he can save the demons. Maybe the demon players can just hit targets. Oh, that reminds me. The moment. Did you watch the game? No. Clayton Oliver. I don't know if you've seen the highlight. Melbourne were coming. Is that when he was (coughs) coming out of defence? He got a free kick. They're all streaming forward. And he kicks it. And it's missed the target by 10 metres. Oh, Richmond there's, player there's a, there's runs across. Long down to Lynch. Lynch runs into an open goal. Right. Just complete game killer. <coughs> I can see why he handballs a lot. But he's a... Mate, he's, what, 23 still? He's still a kid. But... But he's what? But what? Don't fucking say what I think you're going to say. What? Is that all you're saying about him? Or, or you he's a good player. You were going to say something else, I reckon. Well, you tell me what I was going to say. I thought you were going to say his gun. No, you had he's that look off. about you. You were posturing to say he's a gun. He's not what he was over the last twelve months. He's dropped off. He's a fraud. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, let him go, mate. He's a kid. He's a kid. No, he's not. <laughs> Incorrect. Well, this week. Footy-wise, have we got yep. any Thursday night? Oh, hold on. I'll get the picture I haven't even spoken up. about. We can go to the Crows game oh. next Monday. Actually, that's what... No, it's... Not this Monday. No. The week after. Monday week. Yep. Heck is that? Pretty good. Are they going to let 25,000 people in, though? Oh, I'd assume so. Same as that's what they've said. 25,000 people. Hopefully, watch out late kick a goal. Actually, I'll... We'll win that. Yeah. It'll be the homecoming. After. No, we'll beat West Coast this week. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Adelaide Crows. Please do not ever do that again. Mr. Cutter. John Travolta, 18 years old, was he not? 19? Yeah. Yeah. Good show. 
But it doesn't really fit the Quite theme of the school kid. Uh, Thursday night, Geelong and Brisbane. Geelong and Brisbane. Is that Geelong's home game or Brisbane's? Yeah, Geelong's home game at the SCG. Sorry, rewind? How can that be? Say that again. That can't be right. No. Aren't Geelong in fucking Perth? No. No, they're doing their quarantine here. They're doing their their out of Victoria quarantining now. In New South Wales. In New South Wales. And then going to Perth because McGowan... Because McGowan won't let him in because of the shit show that uh, Dictator Dan's created. Yeah. So, so uh, get let me get this straight. Are they going to go? So they're going to go from they're going to play on the weekend. They then go to Perth. Are they playing Collingwood in quarantine? As in, yes. The Thursday night after they play. No, no, they're they're quarantining in Sydney. But the rules in WA are you have to quarantine no matter where you're coming from still for two weeks. Oh, yeah, two weeks. 14 days. Yeah, so yes. Unless they've changed it and I haven't seen According to this fixture, (coughs) they will play the Thursday night the week after. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Well, there'll be no one at the stadium. Yeah, I've got to give a round of applause to whoever the fixturing person is. Oh, my God. You would be losing sleep. They've earned their money. Ma- uh, they're probably a mathematician, though. Like, they're they, sure it's and they, uh, they've earned their money and, and dropped 20% as now, well. Now that everyone's out of Victoria, though, and there's no... Um, can't These guys can't fly here, but that guy can fly. They, this team can go here, they can't go there. I think, apart from WA, they're all free-flowing now. Yep. So you can go to New South Wales... Everyone can go into the states, maybe do it. But with that though, that then throws out the whole "oh, you can't play everyone once" factor because they're all out of Victoria and they can all just play, like you said, Geelong versus Brisbane in Sydney. Um, I must admit that thing that does excite me a bit. Seeing these games, like how weird is that? Well, they've no one's ever seen Geelong play Brisbane in they've, Sydney. They've never played there. They've never They'll played never there. ever play yeah, there. They're never going to play each other again, again unless we have another pandemic. Um, this is there are some upsides and to that. Friday night. Can you imagine when you're older, you say to your kids, "I watched Geelong <laughs> play Brisbane in Sydney." Fuck off, Grandpa. So full of shit. Friday night, Collingwood's home game. At Giant Stadium versus Hawthorne. This is good. I like this. It's like AFLX. <laughs> Except for football. <laughs> uh, Saturday, Metricon at the Gold Coast. Fremantle play host St Kilda. This doesn't sound right. West Coast host Adelaide at the Gabba. Uh, Melbourne hosts the Gold Coast at Giant Stadium. They're all so no one's playing at their own home ground. Essendon hosts North Melbourne at the Gold Coast. Metricon, yeah. And then Sunday, Port Adelaide home game ver- at Metricon versus the Giants. Hang on, did I say the Giants twice there? No. no. Just an idiot. Uh, Richmond home at the Gabba versus Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> this is... So the entire round is in New South Wales and Queensland. And Carlton... Yet not and one of the New South Wales sides or Queensland sides have a home game. And Carlton... Um, Carlton home game at Metricon versus Doggy. Wow. 
This is going to be an interesting game of it's footy to watch. It's going to be an odd, uh, an odd round of footy. But so uh, both Queensland sides are playing in in Sydney versus Victorian teams. Hey, what happens with your footy tips this week if you don't put them in? <laughs> st- there's still a home game. The fact that it's nowhere near oh, their you home. Ru- you ruined my shitty joke, but anyway. No, a joke would imply there was humour attached to it. Fuck with. What is it? You're fucking coming at me with a few, few jabs today. Not happy. Really? No, but it is what it is, mate. You'll be okay. Coming up on the hour. <coughs> it's been a, a fun, bit of a fact, factful episode today. What, it's, so- uh, what song have you selected for tonight? I don't know. I'll have a look. Gonna keep playing until we get banned. At what, at what point do you reckon we get banned from playing our songs? Probably never. Huh? Yeah. No one listens to this, do they? <laughs> they do. <laughs> I've got a good song here, though. <coughs> it's an older one. It's by a day to remember. Yep. It's called You Should Have Killed Me When You oh. Had The Chance. Hey, I've been I've been taken up a second time on my bet. The Crow's not, crow's not, uh, not finishing bottom, taking out the spoon bet. Who took it? A fella, Another. fella by the name of I call him what's his name. <laughs> um, fella by the what? name of Adam Watts. Adam Watts. Yeah. He actually a few years ago he was number one in South Australia for Supercoach at the end of the season. So, so he won it. Mm. Won the state. I love it how you go. Oh, sorry, he's number one just for the state. So what did that get him? Oh. Nothing. Five, five, I think. Five grand? I think so. Well, then you won the Supercoach then. Oh, did he? Yes. Isn't it 20? Fuck knows. No one does Supercoach. AFL Fantasy. Better scoring system, Supercoach. Well, no scoring system's helping me this year, i tell you right now. Because you've got <coughs> Clayton Oliver, Oliver in your fucking team. There'd be better teams in Div 7 than there is in my... Uh, fantasy at the moment. Um, so someone took you up on your stupid bet. Uh, I well, think you. Yeah, well, we were out for dinner last night. I think Gonski on it. And he said, "I never thought Adelaide would win a spoon, but we are. Whew, unless something changes, we'll win this week." That's what you've said every week. Not every week. I haven't said every week. Oh. Every week. I don't think I've said it here every week. What do you mean? Like here. Into this mic. Yeah, I reckon you have. Oh, have I? Every week. Well, I'm going to keep saying it until <laughs> I'm fucking right. I said to a bloke at work, I said, I'm going to do uh, do my double up tip, double up trick. Every time you put a bet on the Crows and they lose, you double it up. So keep going and going. He said, what are you starting at? I said, oh, 50. I'm now in round five. I have much money left. <laughs> <laughs> but if they do win and you keep doubling it, it's going to be a good payout. But then if they go a year without winning a game, hey, did you did you watch the Saints game? Nope. Who did they play? Um, Carlton was it? Yeah, no, it wasn't exactly on my to watch list. Oh, it was good. Was I, yeah, I love it. Any game, oh, that was Carlton. Thursday night. I was Any at game. a different pub. Different pub were at the Earl of Leicester. Yeah, right. I mean, not knocking them. But went in there and I said, oh, how much are the big schnitties? Don't have them at the moment. I said, that's your, your famous thing though, isn't it? 
Yeah, don't have them at the moment. Yeah, we have to. Most places are working on a reduced menu, Lukey. Oh dear. There's lots of l- lovely food here at the Maid of Auckland. Must say tonight's pasta was delicious. Duck spring rolls were delicious. Um, so yeah, but uh, <laughs> look, you're too busy watching TV. TVs are off for the next episode. Ben, cause ben Cunnington's not looking <laughs> good, just quietly. Well, time to go, champ. Hey, Roy, folks. Good night and goodbye.
Good night, everybody. Hooray, folks.